Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Okay, well, all right, welcome to Which Police Radio. One of the things that I do um, kind of over the past few years with the podcast is I've been uh, almost obsessively tracking down anyone who's playing music in Winnipeg on social media and following them and, and just on every platform I can find just to kind of keep track of what's going on in the city because there's so many bands and so many artists and it seems like every week there's you know like a half dozen new artists that I've never heard of that are coming up. And so the guest on this show is someone that I've been following for a while. But haven't actually talked to you before, so I'm really glad to have you on the show. And I think that the uh, best way to start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what it is you do as a musician. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Ben Lowe. Uh, I am the son of Gary Lowe, the former bass player of Big Sugar. Um, and what I do is I've kind of filled in the spot for my pops and, uh, you know, carry on a le- carrying on a legacy of uh, thumping the bass them so what is your connection to winnipeg because you you're now you're like international right in that you're going playing these shows all over the place with with big sugar yeah. what, what is your uh like did you grow up here or what's your yeah winnipeg has always been home for me it's it's uh we moved here when i was super young because toronto we used to live in toronto and toronto's super expensive sure um my mom grew up here she went to vincent massey uh and uh, my so my grandparents were here, and family were here, so we moved back here, and uh, you know it's kind of just been smooth sailing ever since. Cool, cool. <laughs> I got I got one too barking in the background. I get it. Um, so what is, what was your I guess introduction to the music scene here in the city? And the reason I ask this is because you know I talk to so many people on this show who are all different age groups, all different musical backgrounds, sure. and just trying to kind of place people in my head as to sort of where they fit in within the local scene. Like, were there certain bands that you sort of grew up? going to see or you're interested in well it started so it would start like i'd see i'd see my dad playing a lot that was a big thing i've seen him play the burton cummings theater at the blues festival um and then i seen their acoustic show so that kind of got me situated with the idea of the music scene and then i mean i played a lot of football in high school um and with football comes injuries so i you know i I'd knocked my head and uh, could only do one thing, and that was play guitar, right? So I decided that I was uh, done with football after uh, like three long years, and I switched over to uh, Kelvin, which is where I got associated with, you know, some old friends from elementary that we always played music together. And I used to, I started on the drums, um, but they were like, hey, like you want to come out and you know check out some stuff and play some shows with us and 
you know, that kind of got me into the scene. Cool. cool. So it, uh, it, it, it was, it never started off as music, but it, one thing led to another and I, you know, ended up joining many bands in high school and stuff. I'm just, what, what kind of stuff were you, were you listening to then when you first started playing music? I mean, I know, you know, going to see your dad, obviously in that band, they were, they were doing the heavy blues rock thing, but then also yeah. the really strong reggae influences, which is, what I, which is what I always got into with Big Sugar. And I always, that's sort of how I found your dad's other music from his previous bands mm. and some of the, you know, session work he'd done and things like that is through kind of first hearing him in Big Sugar and liking when they had those elements and then being like, oh wait, this guy has this, this long history of uh, playing with everyone in Toronto. Exactly. Well, you know, there's, there's a, I wish my, my list was as lengthy as my pops and all that stuff. I mean, I, I always, I always knew Big Sugar songs. Like I grew up and I, you know, I just naturally knew everything. That's why, that's why this gig worked out so well. Cause it was like, I've been listening to this stuff since I, you know, heated the Big Sugar record heated, I believe was put out in 1999. That's my, that's my year. Okay. Okay. You know, so all of that onwards, turn the lights on, everything was in my head. But then, you know, my dad also encouraged me to go the Canadian route and listen to Canadian music, you know, because born and, you know, raised course, Canadian. Yeah. Um, so one band that I was listening to and I've always loved and I've loved since I was, you know, yay big was Billy Talent. So I got uh, into the Billy Talent scene and got, you know, was really, really obsessed with the first three albums. Um, so it kind of started my journey along, you know, uh, Canadian punk yeah. rock, stuff like that. I hop on the drums and shred everything out. Uh, and then through high school and stuff, uh, I got more into like funky stuff. Uh, I mean, a drummer that I was really obsessed with was uh, Chad Smith from the Red Hot Shoe Covers. Uh, so a lot of that stuff and uh, one thing led to another where, where I started playing bass again. Okay. And, uh, you know, got into all sorts of things where Gordy from Big Sugar would send me lists of things to listen to and play and check out and stuff. Um, so it's varied over the years, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's helped me develop a serious appreciation. Yeah, I think that's that's the way you do it, right? Is when the the more you absorb from all different stuff, is the more you're going to be well rounded, at least, and and for sure. So yeah, man. in the relatively recent future, recent past, I guess, like I remember seeing a lot of photos of you on social media, and look like you were leading your own band. You're playing playing your own shows. What what kind of stuff was that? Like, what's what styles were you doing? Um, so I was I was I started a trio. I started doing some trio stuff. I had like I still do. I still have a very, very busy drummer, um, uh, amazing guy, Root Valash, um, and Jordan Sankar on bass, super wicked musicians. Yeah. And those guys uh, have the reggae connection too, because I mean, Martin is uh, uh, an incredible drummer as well. It was like a match made in heaven, you know, because Jordan, I noticed Jordan, uh, my friend Sean recommended Jordan to me and I checked him out and I looked on his page and I, I seen him playing to a big sugar track. So I was like, dude, like whatever, like let's, <laughs> let's start talking and do that stuff. Um, and then Jordan or, or, or root was like, you know, he, he can do any style, you know? And so what we were doing was like, 
just blues rock reggae it's it's it was uh for what i know from what i have learned from big sugar i've turned i've, I've used a lot of the blueprints and all the knowledge that has been fed down to me try to apply that but it's also just become our own thing okay. um when we can get together because root and jordan are very very busy musicians this summer <laughs> right and obviously so are you because you're now in a much more high profile band well well you know it's it's a whole nother realm you know because we're, we're all buddies and stuff we all get around and we can play a gig here and there but when it becomes a you know a high like a professional gig it it, it changes the rea- like the rea- the reality of it you know and it takes a whole new approach but it's also still fun yeah you know well, it's just what you that's how you want it to be right oh exactly that's all I, that's all that music should be you know it should just be fun i uh and i've definitely had a lot of fun with you know playing with big sugar and playing with my guys here where it's just a cozy feeling back home yeah if i had my way i would tear this old building down
for me. If I Big Sugar, though, I mean, how did this end up happening? Obviously, you know, you're a natural fit. You have the, the family bloodline and everything, and, and it, it makes complete sense to, to have you there. But I, I think the first time that I, I saw anything about you playing with them was at that tribute show for your dad that happened. Yes. So, you know, I was playing guitars, doing that thing. Gordy, I, my dad left me um, his original, like, his Music Man Stingray bass from like the first year production and it was I didn't know what to do with it because I was playing guitar at the time you yeah. know and I was like Gordy hold on to it for me and he's like okay I'll hold on to it here you go here's a guitar and he gave me one of his guitars and um so I started this guitar journey guitar journey I was living on a ski resort just constantly like practicing music and stuff and then I got called to do the tribute show and that was, that was amazing guitar and stuff. And that was super fun. Um, and then it all started. This is how it all started. I, uh, I, I knew how to play bass cause I'm the youngest of like eight kids. And my dad was determined to at least make like one kid play bass. <laughs> so I'm the baby of the family. So of course I got it. Um, and so you know, I was in Toronto visiting with my sister, and while I was there, thought I'd pick up some intru- instruments to write songs. I do all sorts of stuff, and I asked Gordy if he has a bass in storage. He said, oh, y- yeah, of course, yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, he's like, you're playing the bass now? And I'm like, here and there, you know, try it out and see what happens. And he's like, okay, well, here's the deal. I'll give you this bass, but... You got to send me um, one video a day of you playing. So he said, he sent me these tracks to play along James Brown. Yeah. All sorts of people. Um, and I'd send him the videos and he'd give me these pointers and these tips on, okay, less notes. Okay. Yeah. Less sustain, all sorts of stuff. And um, then it came down to it where we came to a phone call and I said, are you are you getting me to play all this because you want to make me the bass player big sugar or something like as as obviously as i say crazy things and don't expect them to come true he goes actually that's exactly what i'm doing well uh so whenever you're ready let's get this going so it uh 
we started it and we haven't stopped ever since. That's awesome. You know? I yeah. like that he was kind of, uh, he had this plan all along to, to get, to get you in the band. Well, you know, my, with my dad, uh, I, we, me and my dad go back and forth because I didn't, I just got out of high school. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I talk about joining the military, talk about playing football again or, you know, doing stuff. And my dad was not having that. So <laughs> I think him and Gordy made a, you know, a pact to get me to play music. And naturally it just happened, you know. How is, what's the reaction been from, from fans of Big Sugar to, to having you there? I mean, I, <laughs> I assume the family thing helps in terms of people just willing to accept you right away. It has been so like super, super spiritual and like super healing because, you know, I see, I, I would always see the way that people would react to my dad because everybody, everybody loved my dad, you know, like yeah. he was the, the, the big strong figure on stage. Um, so for them to even look at me in the slightest bit similar, it, it gives me like a sense of belonging in a way, you know, because it's I'm getting even closer to my dad than I thought I ever could, you know. Um, people have been responding to it really well. Like I get a lot of handshakes after shows and I've been taking a lot of pictures and, you know, speaking with a lot of great people um, about that and you know, I, we just played, recently played in Newfoundland um, at the Iceberg Alley Fest. And the show went great. It was amazing. Um, but afterwards, we headed to a, a, a pub where a lot of people knew my dad. And, you know, their reaction was like, they were in awe. At the same time, I was in awe, you know, because how could you not be right yeah. it's it's an amazing experience you know and it's 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 brought a lot of you know joy and healing and all sorts of stuff to the picture well it's kind of it's kind of a unique i think a unique experience for anyone to be first of all starting out in a band that already has that reputation and that catalog and that kind of uh, place in canadian music but then also because of your dad everyone i probably feels like they know you to a certain extent and he worked with so many yeah. people that are you know iconic yeah. And you had this connection now as a young guy to, to all these artists that, that, you know, most people wouldn't have the opportunity to, to get to work with or know. It's really awesome. It, I think that's all. That's, that's the one thing I can say. It's really real. I'm really, really blessed and fortunate just to even have conversations with, uh, you know, the guys, even the guys from Bedouin Soundclash. Amazing. They're, band, they're yeah. such an amazing group and Eon, he's so amazing. Uh, I remember I messaged, even just to be able to message him before the pandemic, I messaged him when they came to Winnipeg and it was like, Hey, like what's going on? Do you, do you have a spot available? And he's like, dude, dude, come down, come down and, you know, play a few songs, whatever. And blah, like, no problem. And that was amazing in itself, you know, like just to get that experience and to meet all these people. It's, I'm very, very fortunate. I'm very, very blessed to do so, you know?
I uh, right in assuming uh, that Big Sugar has a very revamped lineup at this point? Like, it seems like there's a lot of new members. You're not the only one. At this oh point, right? yeah, it's it's pretty revamped, and it's got it's got a new feel, and it's and it's I really like it. Like, we've got two amazing uh, musicians. Um, they their husband and wife. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's cool. They've they're they've already connected too. So on top of that, we're all connecting, and it's amazing. Um, Joe and Cat, they're two. They're two really cool cats. You know, I'll say that. I guess what 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 is, what is different? I get about this incarnation of Big Sugar because it's one of those bands that I think anyone, whether they've owned a record or not, they've they've heard Big Sugar in Canada. Like, you know, it's it's a band that's just been on the radio so many times over the past few decades that it's kind of in the musical DNA of the country. You know, like what's different well, about this this incarnation of the band, sound wise? Well, exactly what you said. Like the decades, the decades is how I'll put it because you know things change over time. Yeah. And uh, what 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 once was is only blossoming. You know, it's 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 led into so many different directions and gone up and down and left and right. Um, I bring something different. You know, as I'm not 100% my dad, but I still have elements of him. But I also do things myself. Cat, um, you know. Her being the female in the band, she is amazing. Yeah. Like she brings so much to it. Her voice, her keyboards, everything. And she plays harmonica. Like she's a really wicked soul. And Joe, it's it's a next to none connection that I that I have with Joe. Because, you know, even off stage, cool. we're all getting together and uh it's a it's a light energy, you know, you can feel things we all want to be there and it's it's whatever direction we turn, it's for the better, you know. I think it's an interesting situation to be in, too, for all of you, because it would be not that unreasonable at this point for Big Sugar to be sort of a legacy band that just plays the hits and, you know, just 
plays off that for the next 20 years. And there's lots of bands that, that got the start around the same time okay. that are doing that, right? I mean, they got replacement members. There's, they're just uh, going through the, the singles. But, I mean, it seems like you guys are actively doing new stuff and working on new things and everything, which is cool to see. Well, exactly that. And, you know, the, even the vocals, when we sing live and the vocals are happening, we've, we're doing these four-piece harmonies that, you know, they, Gordy's never done before. Yeah. And it's, it's got us locked in and it's, and it's revived the hits and in a new way though, you know, it's, it's brought a whole new life to the group. Um, and it's one way that I can describe it is whenever we're around to come see it, cause it's, I can't put it into words. It's, it's just like a connection next to none. Well, that's yeah. maybe go, goes into another question. Like, what, what what is the plan with Big Sugar? Are you guys touring in the near future? Or what, what's going on? So to give it, you know, since we're new, we we did a line in, uh, of shows in Toronto, uh, Ontario. Um, you know, we, we got fortunate enough to go to Newfoundland. Amazing place to go for shows. Um, and we're going to Vancouver next month. Um, so it's it's shows here and there. Um, but because of the pandemic, you know, all of the shows that were booked in 2020, 20, uh, 21 are all now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They've all been pushed back. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, to book a whole list of shows, there's a waiting list, you know? So we're, we're eventually, hopefully going to be touring. Like Gordy said, he he said, uh, hopefully we're going to be doing 200 shows a year. Uh, that's pretty good. That's a lot of shows. That's a lot of shows. I mean, even after four, I'm like, oh, how does this guy do this? You know, because he's so he's been in the business for so long. He's such a professional. Yeah, it's such a learning experience that I'm, you know, I'm in love with. But it's also, wow, I really got to be on my feet for this. You know, it's 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 amazing, and uh, hopefully, there's more shows to come though. Yeah, yeah. Is there any Winnipeg ones scheduled at this point, or is that sort of uh, to be determined? In the talks. I've been bugging, Gordy, you know? <laughs> like I said, Winnipeg's home for me. I've got a lot of loved ones and family here. The one thing that I would love to see is to have my friends and family, you know, all out at the Burt or wherever, even the High and Lonesome, you know? Uh, I hope so. Winnipeg, I really, really hope so. I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah, yeah.
does does having this um this gig with Big Sugar does this does this change anything for your kind of desire to play shows with your with your trio with other people sort of in, on a smaller level here in Winnipeg? It's really ignited things for me, you know, because I work. I'm a I'm a I'm an average human being. I have a job. I of course I do I do the usual. So it's it's very easy to just work and work and work and work and then oh okay well we can do shows another time you know but. It, it's, I've come home, I have my guitars, I pick it up constantly, and it's got me into the mind of playing live. So I was actually even just talking to my guys today. When are you guys free? Because we need to do something because I've, it's in my blood right now. Like, we need to do something. Um, it's also ignited, you know, the desire to play bass here. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've got some stuff that I'm going to go check out on Sunday, some funky stuff to go see if like, uh, see if we can do something with that. See if I can play some bass shows here. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So bass is bass the instrument now. Have you fully like moved on or, I mean, again, it's in your, it's in your blood, right? You, you, you kind of, uh, born to it. As much as I love guitar and as fun as it is to shred and play some solos and some nice pocket riffs and stuff. To play the bass, it is second nature, you know. It's it's especially because of the hours that I've put in with Gordy. Yeah. To pick up the bass, it is uh, the way that I communicate now. That's cool. Yeah. Did you, and yeah, you obviously never assumed this would happen. Like, but like you said, back when you were doing football and stuff, this was never something you would have anticipated. Oh yeah, well, you know. My dad was a musician. Who wants to be? Why would I want to be a musician? My dad was a musician. Right. It's not cool because your dad. Yeah. 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 And you know, it took my, you know, my dad got sick and I went and spent a lot of time with him and watching his face light up when I play guitar. That was like, I can score as many touchdowns and whatever as I want. That's irreplaceable. So it got me into the mindset that music is way to be so if people are um i mean you know again big sugar is kind of the known quantity here right i mean like i said they're kind of built into the the canadian music uh they're just there they've been been around for for so long but um if people want to find out what you're up to like you know whether you're playing shows uh with anyone locally or things like that what's the best way to sort of uh track you down and, and and see what's happening um i'm you know what i use facebook a lot i use uh instagram too uh, those are my main ones. Uh, I, I've got I've got two very different names <laughs> on either one. Uh, ben Santeria on my Facebook and I Beloved Twenty Eight on my Instagram. But uh, I also have a Manitoba Music profile. Um, hopefully, when we do have shows coming out, then I will be posting a lot more stuff. There's, I don't know. If if people want to reach out to me, I, I'll happily, I'm I'm here. I'm cool, you know. Which is kind of awesome because it's a very Winnipeg thing too to to have that kind of attitude. And I mean, it's it seems I think a lot of people would think, oh, Big Sugar, they've you know they they've they're a huge successful Canadian band, but you're just a guy from Winnipeg who happens to be the bass player for Big Sugar, right? You know, I say at the same time, yeah, I'm in Big Sugar, but at the same time, I was Ben before Big Sugar, you know. And I mean, as much as as much as Big Sugar is before my time, it's I, I'm all about just being real, you know. Yeah, being, being a Winnipegger, man. 
I've had my opportunities to go elsewhere, but I love Winnipeg. I, I've seen lots of places that I would love to live, but I love Winnipeg. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you.